there. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. Good. What are you up to tonight? I thought we had already started last time, so now I'm thrown. Because we had just recorded two minutes of me talking about condiments. And now it's and now that's over. So we restarted the podcast. And we're not going to talk about condiments. Instead, we're going to talk about what, what we're here to do tonight. Yeah. It's the uh, Dispatches from the Weird Streamatorium Halloween Spookfuckular. Ah, good word. Right? Spookfuckular. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight, uh, in the Streamatorium, we're going to be watching uh, a forgotten gem from the late 80s. Yep. Yep. The, and it matches your uh, head thing. My bandana? What's called? Your head handkerchief. My header chief. <laughs> your bandana. My, uh, yeah. my fuck spec, my spec fucktacular, what'd you say? Fucktac? Spookfuckular. Spookfuckular. Spookfuckular, yeah. It's my, yeah, it's my it's spookfuckular spook uh, rag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right, we'll be watching Daryl Hannah's Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. I would watch that, I really like I have that. that. I have it on DVD. Do you really? I do. Which, which, uh, which Baldwin was in that one? The other one. Yeah, not the main one, right? <laughs> yellow condiment. <laughs> oh, you mean spicy mustard Baldwin? <laughs> that that's the one that's in there. Not duck sauce Baldwin. No, fuck duck sauce Baldwin, but spicy mustard Baldwin. He's my fave. I don't remember a lot about that movie. I remember, I remember liking it a lot. It was like a made for Showtime or HBO or something. Yeah, type of deal. Yeah, I never saw the original. Who directed? Somebody. Kind of known directed that. Was it like Ramos? It was Paul Orndorff. I think directed <laughs> I it, right? I don't think it was Paul Orndorff. By the way, we're not watching the Attack of the 50 Foot Woman. No, not uh, this time. Starring Spicy Hot Mustard Baldwin and Daryl Hannah of that mermaid movie fame. What's that movie called? Splish Splash? Uh, just Splash. Just Splash? What was the deal with that? She was a mermaid? Yeah. And Tom Hanks was like wacky. Oh, okay. How'd she get away with being a mermaid? And Eugene Levy was a bad guy. Oh. How'd she get away from being a mermaid? <laughs> no, I mean, what was the deal? I mean, she was just a mermaid? She was just a mermaid, yeah. And then Tom Hanks was like, oh shit, you! Yeah, I don't I don't remember how they met her. I haven't seen Splash in a very long time. Can we do a stream of tournament of Splish Splash? Yeah. Should we? No. Okay, then we're not gonna. But we could. Um, Christopher Guest directed Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Um, I prefer Christopher Host's work. You know Christopher Guest. Yeah. 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 He's the uh, seven-fingered man. He's Nigel Tufnell. Yeah. Yeah. He directed all those cool, like, Mighty Wind and Best in Show. And Tag of the 50-Foot Woman by Showtime. Yeah. Is that... I'm I'm looking at your laptop on IMDb. Is that above that Attack of the 60-Foot Centerfold? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> All right. I saw that movie when I was like eight on Cinemax. I never saw that. That is uh, exactly what it is. It's a Cinemax movie parody of a parody of a, of a yeah. It's a sixty. It's a it's a Cinemax parody soft core of Fifty Foot Woman. Okay, it's Daniel Baldwin. Ah, hot spicy <laughs> mustard Baldwin. Who stars in it? I I got a little bit prepared tonight. I have a bunch of IMDb pages open. Oh yeah. For the uh, for the blob, we're watching the the 1988 um, version of the blob, <laughs> directed by Chuck Russell. Yep. Who has had a strange little directorial career? Has he now? Yeah. He um. Where is he? I've got him here somewhere. 
he started his directorial debut with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Okay. Dream Warriors. Starring Doken. <laughs> yes. Uh, then he went on to The Blob. Then after The Blob, his follow-up was the Jim Carrey hit The Mask. Really? Yeah. Odd. And then, One of these things is not like the other. And then a couple movies I've never heard of. And then The Scorpion King came back strong with The Scorpion King. Really? Yeah, working with Lil Dwayne. Um, One half of the Rock and Sock connection. He's got Good couple, job on you. He's got a couple things in pre-production. Uh, he did an episode of Fringe, but he hasn't directed a lot. Uh, he did a lot of writing, I think. No, <coughs> he did not do a lot of writing. He probably did a lot of sitting back playing PlayStation. He wrote the movie Dreamscape. I never saw that. Uh, you, I figured you would like that movie. Dreamscape. He had something to do with uh, Back to School, that Rodney Dangerfield movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, he produced it. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. This guy, he hasn't done a lot. I've watched a couple of interviews with him, and he's a really likable guy. Chap. I'd like I'd like for him to do more. And this movie is fantastic. Yeah. And I think uh, ahead of its time. This movie scared the shit out of me as a kid. <laughs> it should have. Uh, People did, get eaten by a blob. Too. Yeah, this was, I, I have gone on record as uh, saying that from my from my uh, childhood of being an early horror geek, this is part of the unholy three that were the VHS tapes that I wore out. Oh, like your your go tos, the ones that started you on this lifelong journey as a yeah. horror hound. Yeah, I mean the movie that started it is Reanimator, but I don't count that as part of the unholy three because I couldn't afford that movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Blob, eighty eight Blob, Nightbreed, and Popcorn, ah, were my unholy three, and I still love all three of them. Yeah, you were watching Nightbreed when I came in. I was. Well, it was like last week <coughs> was like a uh, like Christmas for me because two a cr- of, Nightbreed Christmas. <laughs> yeah, two of my three uh, favorite horror movies from when I was a kid got like special treatment, limited edition, Blu ray releases. Mm-hmm. And Popcorn's coming in a couple months. Nice. Uh, Synapse Films is putting that out. But yeah, Nightbreed. Uh, Twilight Team, Twilight Time put out The Blob. Um, which, I don't know, Twilight Time is like... I like them, but they're very much like the poor man's Criterion Collection. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they put out the Savini Night of the Living Dead as well. And uh, John Carpenter's Christine. They've done a few... Did they put out night, that Night of the Living Dead? Did they really? They yeah. kind of put it out. It was well, incredibly I mean, everything, limited. Everything they do is very limited. Asshole. I, I think the blob is... Why so limited, though? The blob is limited to 5,000. Why? Um, Just to make sure they sell quickly? I'm sure that's part of it. Another part of it is uh, these companies like Scream Factory and and Twilight Time don't own these movies, so they have to cut a deal with you know MGM or whoever does own the rights. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, uh, it's too expensive for a small company like Twilight Time to get you know like an unlimited amount or or a huge amount right um, financially. <laughs> Sounds like the most boring podcast ever. Uh, and then, as Warren Buffett told us, uh, the 
Oh, then when the market is up, uh, hoes are down. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, a lot of it, I don't know, because, I mean, Scream Factory announced Nightbreed, and they said it was going to be, you know, they're, they've made the, and I don't want to make this a Nightbreed podcast, because that's what I've been watching all weekend. Mm-hmm. It'll be easy for me to do. But, for example, like, they announced the limited edition box set of Nightbreed, and it was going to be 5,000 copies. Right. And the, the the reason that they could only do that was that, um, I can't remember, I want to say MGM for all these, but whoever it is that owns the film Nightbreed, um, whatever company that is, would only allow them to release 5,000 copies of the theatrical cut. I don't get it. My guess is that it's the parent company wanting to see, like, oh, well, if if they release 5,000 5, limited and it does well, then what's to stop us from putting together a special edition and releasing uh, it on our own? You know? Yeah, but the remake of Night of the Living Dead sells for, like, 200 bucks on Amazon right now. Yeah. And they're not putting that out at all. Like, they that, that run is done... And nobody's putting out the new uh, the the remake of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, but but who who can you blame for that though? I mean, I, I don't know that, that that Twilight Time is fully to blame for the limited quantities. Right. No, I just want a copy of Night of the Living Dead on Blu-ray. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's understandable. And I'm sure that part of it is that you know targeting the hardcore niche collector market. Right. It's exclusive. Yeah. You know, it's Which limited run. kind of cool. I mean, I've got this really sweet Nightbreed box set that I'm like, it's kind of, kind of pumps me up that not everybody can get it right. <laughs> anymore, you know? Is that the only release of Nightbreed mm-hmm. on Blu-ray? No, they released the director's cut ah. at all over. Like, whoever wants it can get it. Um, there's a bonus disc of features, uh, new artwork, and... The theatrical cut is what you get in the limited edition. Oh, okay. Set, and if you get it from Screen Factory, you get this awesome poster. Well, don't most people really want to watch the director's cut anyway? Um, probably, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. You know, I think a lot of people are bitching and moaning about Screen Factory because of the price of the set and everything. But the point that I always try to make is like what everybody's been clamoring for is the director's cut for all these years. And they can get it. Yeah. So why are you bitching? Like, if you don't want to pay $70 for the limited set, then don't. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're paying for the limited to $5,000, $5,070 set, you're a big Nightbreed fan. Right. Which there probably are 5000 or more of those. There are more, because oh, what I was getting to is uh, the, the company that owns Nightbreed would only let them release 5,000 copies of the theatrical cut. What company owns Nightbreed? I want to say MGM. I could be way off, though. <coughs> Those assholes, man. Um, let me see if it's in here. Um, but it sold out in, like, no time. Mm-hmm. All 5,000 copies. It sold out before I even had a chance to... Uh, and I'm pretty vigilant about stuff like that. But I thought 5,000 copies, like... I have a few weeks, at least. Right. And I didn't. It, it sold out in days. So how'd you get it? <clears throat> uh, Scream Factory got such a response from people that still wanted it that they went back to the company that owned Nightbreed and said, hey, 
can we please do another 5,000 and make it a limited to 10,000? Mm. And they did. So oh, nice. Good on them. And now people are bitching about that. People who are hardcore collectors are like, well, it makes mine worth less because they doubled what Well, the I'm sorry, asshole. I didn't know that you were going getting into buying this movie to, you know, to, to sit on it for a while so you could flip it on eBay. Exactly. I completely agree with you on that. <coughs> Bunch of assholes. And then you have a Nightbreed head on the floor right there. Yeah, that I got from Ian. Our yeah. buddy Ian, he... You mean uh, keeper of the Furby, loser of the the uh, whatever game it was yeah. called, trivia game? Ian. Yeah. Ridge Castian. Last night, after I finished the theatrical cut of uh, Nightbreed, what is this podcast? I uh, dug around and found my old graphic novel. Oh yeah, Nightbreed that I got like back when the movie first came out. It's all nice. beat up and shit. Have you tried on the mask? Yeah. It looks fucking terrifying. Have you tried on the mask and, like, done things to yourself like naked? with wearing it? <laughs> what am I doing to myself? I don't know. What are you doing to yourself? <laughs> I think the answer is no. Oh, well. I mean, I took a couple pictures. I put it, put the mask on. I took a couple pictures. I think you should put the mask on and then, like, when I'm not here, just to do things to yourself and just see how it feels. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just do stuff. Right? You've never wanted to, like, become someone else with, with a mask and then do Not things? Not Decker, no. No, well, no, but... <laughs> that dude's fucking evil. Well, yeah, but... I'm gonna go murder the family next door. You know what? You're right, man. <laughs> no, I just meant, like, put that mask on and lay on your bed naked and play with your belly button. Oh. Like, do stuff to yourself. No. You know what I'm saying? I don't see any... No. Okay. And you and I have different minds. <laughs> I, I have a do. cane mask at home. And uh, there are times when no one is there, I will put on, like, I, I have once put on the cane mask and just did things that I didn't think that cane would normally do, just to see how I would feel about doing it. Really? Yeah. Such as? Play with my belly button. Naked? Yeah. Just laying on the bed with a cane <laughs> mask really? playing with my belly button. Wow. It made it, it made it, it, I don't, it didn't make it anything, I guess. I was just kind of like, put on the mask, I laid down, I was like, do <laughs> and then, like, listening to Kane's theme song in my head playing, I'm like, I wonder, like, because if wrestling was real, you gotta think about the character, like, what does he do when he's not wrestling, or what does Decker do when he's not being evil? You know, everyone has downtime, right? right. It's just a level of LARPing, it's role-playing, it's, the re you have a mask, make the best of it. Alright? <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I mean, you know. I'm not judging. Sounds like you're judging. No, I do a lot of weird shit without a mask on. So. Oh, don't try that same weird stuff with that mask on and see how it makes you feel. It's a very uh, claustrophobic mask, I'll give it that. Yeah, it looks like it's it. It's very form-fitting and has button eyes. Yeah, so you might want to hurry <laughs> with me when you're playing with your belly button. Yeah. Because you will probably sweat. But we are not going to talk about Nightbreed all night. No, that's it for Nightbreed. But it, it, I will say this, it, it is a beautiful set, and the, the poster that came with it is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, 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 feel, um, I feel not ripped off at all, but like I said, this was a big title for, for me when, my, when I was a kid. Part of the Holy Trinity. Yeah, the Unholy uh, Three, yeah. Yeah. The Horror Team Three. And the director's cut's good. Yeah, it's much longer and it's much different, but I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know that it's better. Um, I still love the theatrical cut, but yeah, they really enhance the story a bit more in the director's cut. Oh, nice. 
Yeah. I have to find a copy. Yeah, but yeah, but we're watching the Blob. Right. No, of course. Yeah. Uh, put out by Twilight Times. Yeah, co- <coughs> co-written by Frank Darabont. We're watching the Blu-ray copy put out by Twilight. Yeah. Um. So if you're watching your DVD copy, I'm pretty. If you're going to watch it along with us, go ahead. But the point of this podcast is, it's yes, a commentary track, but also can be just taken as you're hanging out in the room with us while we're watching the Blob. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're not going to specifically talk about just the Blob, because like you heard. We talked about Nightbreed for 17 minutes. Yes. Right. So, we will be addressing the movie while it happens, but also addressing whatever the hell just comes up. So you yeah. don't and have you, to watch the movie with us. And you can watch whatever copy you want. There's no uh, different cut of this movie out right. there. If so. you got, went to Goodwill and bought a VHS of the Blob remake, um, you're pretentious. But um, if you did, then feel free to watch it along with us. How much is the Blob right now? If uh, the for blob, a copy, if of you it? want to buy a, a copy of the Blob, uh, well, Twilight Time has sold out. Oh well, <laughs> the Blu-ray. Wait, that might not be true, actually. What about the DVD? Is the DVD uh, readily the DVD available? The DVD on Amazon is five dollars and eighteen cents. You can't beat that. If you go to Goodwill for the VHS, you're going to pay at least ninety-nine cents. Uh, if you want to rent it straight from Amazon. You don't want to wait for it to get there. It's two ninety nine. This movie's worth two ninety nine for a one a one time a one off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can buy it for eight ninety nine. Well, then Screen. just buy the DVD. Yeah, I would just do that. You should you should already have the DVD. Mm-hmm. I, in my opinion, um, does it come with Voodoo? No. No, it doesn't. Sons of bitches. Uh, I remember finding a DVD copy of this at Walmart last year mm-hmm. in like a four pack. Nice. So yeah, it's it's easily attainable, or you could be illegal about it if you want. Probably, I'm sure if you t- type in the Blob full movie on YouTube, it might come up. So more than likely. But then again, you don't have to watch the movie with us. Uh, you can if you want to, and we will give you a countdown to when to start it. So if you want to watch the movie with us, go ahead and queue it up, put it in your Blu-ray player, DVD player, VHS player, uh, YouTube, and we will say when to hit play. But um, should we just jump into this uh, masterpiece of goo? Or Yeah, we might as well. I, this could also be a good companion piece for the stuff cast. Yes. <laughs> Sentient goo... Yeah, yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Yeah, Uh, I like the menu for the blob because it's got somebody uh, covered in blob and all the little blob bubbles. That one looks like a face. Yeah, I was noticing that over. Yeah, the one beside it looks like brass knuckles. So (laughs) yes, it does. Looks like brass knuckles for a cartoon character with four fingers. Yeah. So here comes the countdown for the blob. All right, are we doing it on like three, two, play? Three, two, play. Okay. All right, so three, two, one, play. I just completely fucked that up. There's that horsey you don't see very much anymore. No, you don't. It's a pale white. Where the? Oh, it's got wings. It's a pagu sauce. Why hasn't a restaurant? Why hasn't a restaurant created a sauce and called it Pegasus? Why hasn't that happened? I think maybe that it would. I don't know. I was gonna. My my claim would be that. that would make people think that the restaurant served horse meat. Ah, uh, no. But Arby's serves horsey sauce. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
Which is awesome. Chick-fil-A has poly- Polynesian sauce. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking it's the blood of a Polynesian. It, it actually, uh, it is. Or duck sauce. Is that made from a duck? It's duck. Is duck goo? Ejaculate. Oh, duck spooge. <laughs> That's why I don't like it. Because of Kevin Dillon? Yep. Kevin Dillon. And Shani Smith. Shani Smith, uh, she's actually a pretty, uh, pretty well-known uh, actress now. She did a lot, she did the Saw movies. Yeah. She was the evil girl in the Saw. Yeah. And we just saw the title, Donovan Leadich came up. Um, he's in this movie, and and it's not, uh, the singer Donovan Leadich, it's his son. Oh. Um, you know Donovan from, like, Mellow Yellow and Season of the Witch? Right. Those songs? 60s folk singer kind of guy. Yeah. But yeah, his son is in this. He plays the kind of Janet Lee type of role, the guy that you think is going to be the hero, and then suddenly he's devoured by the goo. Yeah. Yeah. I like the font for this movie. And I don't want to live in this town. Oh, like the black with the glowing purple? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to live here? No, I'm just looking at the town, and like, yeah, it's the blob attacks it, so yeah, I don't want to live there. Right. But um, it reminds me of the scene where in the first Thor movie where he fought the fucking thing. It's like that kind of town. It looks like that kind of town. And it just looks dumb. The first Thor movie? Like the new the first Thor movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. At the end of the movie, he's like fighting the fucking robot thing that looks like Iron Man, kind of. And it's in this kind of a town. Okay. Where everything's just kind of flat. And I just, I don't like it. But that's a cute kitty. <laughs> that's a cute kitty. The fountain. I've seen this font somewhere before. What? Uh, what's your history with the Blob? With this version of the movie? Uh, I was a child. Cool. And I saw it, and I got scared because a guy got ate it up. And then uh, walking like how around. How young were you? Were you like racing cars in the hallway with Rob? Yeah, I think it was that racing right. cars in the hallway age. And then uh, I remember going to Blockbuster, and like we'd be there for like an hour, just searching and finding movies to rent. And I would wander into the horror section and see the cover of this movie, which is the perp- guy being devoured. His face is kind of purple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's... He's, like, coming out from the blob. He's like, go away, yeah. I blobbed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that motherfucker got blobbed! Terrified me. Hi, that- fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I got your friend. He's <laughs> yummy. Frank Darabont did this. Yeah, he was one of the writers. Nice. But yeah, no, that's where I first saw this movie when I was a kid. I don't know if it was, I think it was on TV. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, I was not prepared <laughs> at that age for that. Did you wear that? No, no, you didn't know we were doing this when you put that, that, uh, why can't I remember the name of what you have on your head? My bandana? Bandana. No, I didn't know we were doing that. It's just a coincidence. No, I, uh, I'm wearing this. I look over you and it looks like you're slowly being eaten by the blob from the head up. I'm wearing this hot pink bandana, uh... Mainly because it went well with this. I was wearing this other bandana with it that said Broski. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it kind of... That doesn't match that at all. It doesn't? No. Oh, I look like an idiot all day. That's orange. Oh, it's purple. On the side. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. From here it looks black, but yeah. Yeah, no, I was wearing this bandana with it. Okay. Just because it kind of similar colors. And I didn't just want to wear... yeah, you know, I have, a, I have a pink bandana. I okay. need to accessorize. I'm not uh, I'm not judging. I just thought it was cool that you're wearing... I've, I don't think I've ever seen you wear that bandana. And you wore it the night that we were watching The Blob. 
Yeah, that's a good one. I could have worn. I sh- why you're so defensive. I should have. I could have also worn it if we watched Ghostbusters too. That's true. Mm-hmm. This is back when football was real, right? <laughs> back before all the storylines. Yeah. Well, no, I'm back before <laughs> all the safety procedures and. Back before Vince McMahon <laughs> took over. Yeah, he did. Back before all the liberals invented concussions. <laughs> nah, but he threw the ball. He's gonna catch the ball. I could not give a shit any that's, uh, that's less. The guy that caught the ball is Donovan Leadich, which is folk singer Donovan's kid. Oh no. Is he okay? She had a weird face. This movie has a very... Um, like, I mean, it's, it's very late 80s, but it has a very wholesome family town, like, nuclear family 50s vibe to it. Well, it's a remake of a 50s movie. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's in Twin Peaks right now. It does. He's got a hell of a mullet. Mmm. Budweiser. Yeah, I'm gonna Fuck jump, you, I'm alcohol. Jump that broken bridge. Is what he's thinking. Yeah. Angsty teenagers, man. They got nothing to complain about. These guys got a motorcycle. Yeah. I don't even have that. (laughs) I don't either. I can't even afford a leather jacket. To be perfectly honest with you people, but fucking teenagers, man, have all the everything to complain about and no reason to complain about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what being a teenager is about. Yeah, and the older I get, the more I hate them. (laughs) Yeah. The more I, re- I mean, the more I want to point out how real, pr- how I have real problems, and they have no problems. That's very true. Why do you want to jump it? Because he's a rebel. Yeah, man. but why do you want to jump it? Is the question. He's got to prove it to himself. For what purpose? Pride, Ben. Pride. There's no such the thing. The town don't want him. He's a man on his own. You know why There's the a problem town with his motorcycle? And he wipes out like a pussy. Oh, my bike. Yeah, now you have a reason to complain and be all upset because you fucked up your bike, you stupid douche. Wow. I'm sorry, I hate teenagers. So judgmental. I hate teenagers, man. Don't you? No. Okay. (laughs) I like that dog. I don't think not with the old man venom that you are spewing. I just... I have the... Oh, he got his beer. Nice. Why Why be destructive when you can be creative? Who's being destructive? Him. He tries. He's like, I got. I'm gonna. I gotta jump this fucking bridge on my motorcycle instead of doing something better that isn't dangerous or stupid. Well, he wasn't trying to be destructive. He was trying to jump the bridge. He's being destructive to himself. Not on purpose. Well, no. I think jumping over a thing on a motorcycle be just because you want to because you're a teenager is being d- destructive. Not if you make it. Well, yeah, but what he didn't make it. He planned on making it. Yeah. What do you think about uh, old Sheriff Eyebrows here? Sheriff Eyebrows? Yeah. He's looking stand up. <laughs> he also looks like he's in Twin Peaks. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I love those cups, man. Like what those cups? Th- those cu- those oh, are like the Pizza Hut cups. Coca-Cola Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I want They're a like set, the man. See-through red like yeah, heavy plastic. Those are great. Yeah. I wish I had a bunch of those. That's very childhood for me. It's in Pizza Hut in particular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think when I hear Pizza Hut, I think of those cups and the Land Before Time hand puppets. It all just goes back to that. 
<laughs> and those little round plates. I like those little round plates. You know what I'm talking about? Like in the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good, man. I could really go for some Pizza Hut right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, we should plan this out better. Probably, probably. One night we're going to actually plan a stream of tour where we have, like, food. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, just food. <laughs> Doesn't even have to be Pizza Hut. No, but Pizza Hut's the shit. Could be burritos. Yeah, I had burritos earlier. Oh, okay. yeah? Well, I had a quesarito. Nice. It was yummy. I'm off at 11. Oh, oh he gonna fuck that waitress. <coughs> eyebrows gonna get him some. <laughs> Sheriff eyebrows, I mean. His old blue truck. Driving. No license plate on the front. Thanks, man. I just dropped my bike off somewhere. Getting that fucking hair. He's gonna go the other way because Sheriff Eyebrows is looking for him. Thought we ran you out of town, boy. Look at him smoking. Hiding in the corner because he's not supposed to. Wait, is this in the time when you could smoke? When when the youth could smoke? Um, it's a lot more acceptable this anyway. This might have been when you could buy cigarettes at 16. Oh, yeah? It's possible. They're from Fayette County. But, I mean, I can remember being, like, 15 and smoking like it didn't matter. Really? Yeah. Like, anywhere? Like, at the mall. In the mall? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Would they have ashtrays about? Mm-hmm. That's like a dream. Looking back on it, it was pretty nice. <laughs> so, everything... Everything in this town, every building in this town is smoky. Yes. I feel like this guy should have been Billy D. Williams. Probably should have. Oh, that's so punk rock, man. Kevin Zellin, jeans. Uh, who, who stars in this movie as Brian Flagg. Uh, whose last name, F L A G G, is a is an homage to uh, a character that Stephen King wrote named Randall Flag. Oh yeah, who's in the uh, Dark Tower and the Stand. Yeah, books. Because uh, Darabont, you know, does like all the Stephen King shit. Oh, so take that. Little find, facts for you. Trying to find what else you might know, Kevin. Dylan from aside from just being Matt Dylan's brother, I mean he's done uh, a decent amount of work. He was he was John Densmore in uh, Oliver Stone's The Doors. Oh okay, I didn't see that movie. You didn't? I did. Oh okay. I like that movie. Looks like he was on Twenty Four. I didn't watch any of that. Too, I, I didn't either. Um, Fuck you, can. I guess now the biggest thing that people would know him from is uh, he plays. Johnny Drama on Entourage. I don't watch Entourage. I don't either, but that's a pretty big show. I would assume that that's probably what he's best known for. Hmm. Oh, no. So this is Johnny Drama with a mullet. How do you feel about, uh... Oh, shit. Here it comes. How do you feel about, um... Sorry, now I'm just watching it happen. Oh, shit. 
for the time, I gotta say the effects in this movie are pretty good. Yeah. Is that homeless guy an actor? Like a famous actor? He's got a famous homeless face. <laughs> if that makes sense. It actually does. Uh, I'm gonna go with no. No? I could be very wrong about that. But. Who? Oh. How do you feel about homeless people having dogs? I've never thought about that. Yeah? Yeah. Like, if you're homeless, should you have a dog? Right. I mean, you know, technically, I guess you're not really giving the dog a very good home. Right. And also, why have a dog when, if you're homeless and you're having that much, going through that much trouble to feed... <laughs> Those fucking sunglasses. If you're homeless and have that much trouble feeding yourself, why have the burden of having a puppy? Yeah, I mean, I guess the companionship thing. Yeah. Uh, I guess that makes sense, that, but then... But, yeah. This guy right here, the Reverend, is a, is a, an actor named Del Close, and he is is kind of uh, the founder of the way we know improv today. Really? Yeah, he was um, very involved with I want to say Second City in Chicago, and uh, kind of developed all the techniques that are that are kind of sacred in improv comedy now. He was kind of a big deal. He really tight with uh, Bill Murray and like a lot of guys from SNL. Nice. Who looked up to him. He um, has a crazy story. He's dead now, but like, uh, I guess he like was a firm believer in witchcraft and like uh, the teaching of Valister Crowley and like studied to become you know a witch or a warlock or whatever. There's some really bizarre stories about that guy. Before he founded comedy or after. During and after, I guess. Yeah. Pretty fascinating guy. Uh, when well, that's he died, not expected. When he died in his will, he um, he uh, left his actual skull to his theater company to use when they did Hamlet. Oh, that's cool. And he insisted on being in the program as Yorick. That's awesome. <laughs> right? I thought that was pretty cool. Don't... Oh no, it's going to blob out of there. It's been so long, I forgot how they get rid of the blob in this movie. Oh. You're in for a treat then. What do they just, do they just kind of like, do they play music at it or something? <laughs> yep. No, I'm sorry, that's how Mars Attacks <laughs> ended. It is Mars Attacks. Yep, that's what you do. There were rumors a while back that Rob Zombie was going to do another remake of this. Yeah? That would be weird. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd watch it. I, I mean, it's easy to pass judgment on something you'll never see, but I don't think I would like it. <laughs> yeah. I might like it more than Halloween 2. Maybe. Yeah, I'm out of there, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh look, Jello. Would you though? What? Be out of there? Yeah. Cause no, I mean you you have a very curious nature. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm curious in safe situations. Okay. 
But like, if a space rock comes down and there's it's it's there's goo, uh, nah. When has that ever ended in a positive way? Um, Best case scenario, slither. Positive way. Woman, slither. Positive for the the human characters in the movie way. Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, slither. Yeah, you're right, slither. The blah. Oh wait. No, no, no time has goo come out of space and been good. Is that not somebody's origin story in DC or Marvel? Venom. Like somebody good. <laughs> well, Venom, man. But then he the the suit also gives him cancer. So yeah, no. no I mean somebody like a good guy, like I mean, space goo. Yeah, like and then Captain Goo was born. I don't think space goo ever made a superhero. Okay, maybe we should break some waves here. Um, are you talking about finally putting together the comic book, the limited run of that comic book we were talking about, Ultra Spooge? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Powered by Space Goo. Yeah. Alien <laughs> ejaculate falls to Earth. Yep. In Midgen County. In Midgen County, and old, old Roddy Robbins comes across the alien Spooge. And being the man he is, ingests it and becomes. Think about Roddy is all the town people know. He thinks he's a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be funny at the end of the episode, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. These kids have some real '80s kids hair. Yep. Those headphones sucked. By the way, yeah, they did back in the day. Yeah, they were terrible. The little tiny metal thing holding them together, (laughs) and the little tiny (laughs) round things. You'll get no dispute from me. I went through those. But that's what so I listened times. to music through every Saturday morning when I mowed the grass at my parents' house. How? With my Walkman. <laughs> you remember that when earbuds my first Billy came Joel's out? Greatest Hits Volume Two blaring away. Volume Two of Greatest Hits is just like the songs that weren't good enough for the first round. Is the way I see it. Not always. But no, Greatest Hits means the best. Greatest Hits Volume Two means. The ones that weren't as good as the first volume. Well, but uh, Greatest Hits Volume 2 could be released and be full of hits that became hits after Volume 1. Like songs that you made after Volume 1 that also became hits. Oh, like later albums that came out after your Greatest Hits? Yeah. Yeah, was that the case with Billy Joel? Probably not. Yeah. Volume 3 was. Well, I know, okay, yeah. Volume 1 and 2 came together for some reason. Oh, it was like one set. Oh, like the Garth Brooks Greatest Hits collection is two CDs, I guess. Of like Volume One and Volume Two of all of his shit. Yeah, or the Van Halen Greatest Hits, I think, is like a three disc, Volume One, Two, and Three. Or Queen, Queen's the same way. Yeah, Queen. (laughs) Yeah, but if they're released separately, it's like here's the songs that aren't as good said by us to be on the first Uh, release. I can't think of any right off, but I know there are some bands that I always respected who would put out. Like, the best of, and then the worst of. Oh, yeah? And it would be, like, their B-sides and, like, fan favorites and stuff. I always thought that was a cool idea. Oh, shit. Shit's going down. What would you do in this situation? Uh, who am I in this situation? The m- mullet man. The the, the ir- irrational, destructive teen who w- just wants to jump his bike over a thing for no reason. If you're walking back out there with your bike and you're like, I'm going to try give it another go. And then a homeless man that you, that you saw pick up a beer 
comes running up to you and screams and chops his arm off with an axe. Right. What is your reaction? I run the other way. You're done? Yeah, I'm done. Oh, I'm I'm way done. I won't be in the woods late at night. Will you run after him? No. Will you try to stop him from cutting his hand off like old mullet did? Um, probably not. Because if, like, an old drifter is going to cut his arm off, I'm not going to be able to stop him. Yeah, because what's going to stop him at that his own arm? He yeah. might come after mine. Yeah, I need both of them. Yeah, if I'm going to wear that mask and play with my belly button, I need both of my arms. That's right. Oh, don't put him in... No, he's blobbed. He is so blobbed. So, what's the blob weak against? Singing? Couldn't they just sang to his hand and like the blob would have fallen off? <laughs> What's your fascination with defeating the blob through singing? I just think that all world's problems can Crank be solved with good Billy music. Joel's greatest hits, volume two. That blob would have just fallen straight off, and then you just may be right. <laughs> <laughs> then would have bottle of red. <laughs> it just would have it would have morphed into like a like like a humanoid blob creature like this big like six inches tall like the movie Flubber with Robin Williams. And then just want to dance a bunch. And then as soon as you turn off Billy Joel, it starts eating people's yeah. arms again. They should have tried putting it in a toaster. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. They should have. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, rebellious mullet teen. Found a lady. And a homeless man. This is an adventure. Clothes? That is a really, really well put together mullet. Yeah, like time was yeah, spent on it. Time was spent on segments of that mullet. <laughs> like it's a, not an attractive man. No, wait, who him? Well, mullet man. Oh yeah, that mullet is deceptive because you, it's impossible to tell where it begins and where it ends. Right. Oh god. It's like a it's like a hood. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a samurai helmet is what it is. Would you put this gentleman in I'm not creepy. Like that man nowadays, if he just walked into your house with this that guy? mustache, you'd be like, What mm. I'd be like, Why is Ben Folds here? <laughs> this is awesome. I get the feeling that the town just doesn't understand the young mulleted teen. Right. Well, why would they? Why would they? He's got generally a really bad attitude, and he just wants to jump over stupid shit with his motorcycle. Oh, so now bridges are stupid shit? Yeah, they are. And every situation he's in, he's like, I ain't got time for this shit. Like, right now. He's like getting ready to jump that bridge, and in his head he's here in... uh... I don't care what you say anymore. <laughs> this is my life. Yeah. I'm going to redo the soundtrack to this film. With Bill, it's all Billy Joel. <gasps> What's up? I just looked at your pants. <laughs> I want to show you something. Okay. <laughs> Look at your pants. Look at my wallet. Nice. And uh, My yeah. pants and Ben's wallet match. Yeah. We have, my wallet is made out of your pants. That's crazy. Your pants are made out of my wallet. I'm wearing these crazy cheap Walmart uh, 
pajama pants that have like monsters all over them. Yeah. And you've got a wallet. That's crazy. Yeah, my wallet has the same zombie monster print as your pants. That's amazing. It is amazing. That's never. That's never going to happen again. Never again will my wallet match some, an article of your I'm clothing. I'm so glad that we were recording this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, history has been made. Yeah. Stop the movie. <laughs> that's it right there, man. Oh, speaking of Twin Peaks, did you get a glimpse of who that was? No. That was. Uh... Oh, why can't I remember his name from Twin Peaks? Fester Wiggington. Oh no, he's blobbed. Yeah, no, I'm done too. Uh, Jack Nance is the actor's name. Oh yeah, he was the old dude in Twin Peaks. That there's a fish in, in the, the percolator. percolator. That's him. Yeah. Also with a mustache. 80s was a mustachey time. Oh no. So when you um, when. Yep. There's a problem. <laughs> Why is he all drippings with goo? I wanted to say that. <laughs> I was waiting for the blob to show. I wanted to say that. So here's the question. Where'd the blob go? Well, I mean, if we keep watching, I gotta think we'll find out. Yeah. He's got... Betty Davis eyes? No, yes. He's got Betty Davis. I was gonna say, he's got Danny LaRusso hair. He looks like Karate Kid hair. That's true. She's weird looking. Oh no! Ew. I think I saw where the blob went. Nothing's gonna happen though, because this guy's obviously the hero. Right? Yeah. See. Oh no, it's acidic. Oh, okay, so funny. only parts of the blob are acidic. Yeah. Because it's not eating the wall; it's climbing up on. Right. So. It... That was cool looking. It can move what parts of it are acidic and what aren't. Right, of course. So. So. I mean, why not? <laughs> yep, he's getting blobbed. I remember as a kid this movie giving me a legitimate, like, week or so long fear of, like, uh, Masters of the Universe ooze. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome looking. Right? I don't know why the effects in this movie and like the the makeup effects in particular don't get more credit. Like it looks really good. Great, yeah. great makeup makeup effects. This movie should for be all there. practical. And this is on Blu-ray, so I mean, if it was bad, we would definitely notice. Yeah, I mean that meteor coming in the beginning looked fake. Right, but, but I mean, yeah, it's going to look fake. There was no like digital <laughs> yeah. effects back then. Right, but um, no, that guy getting melted up looked amazing. Yeah. Sheriff eyebrows, sheriff deputy mustache on the case. I want it's, it feels like this guy's doing like a lefty and right impression. <laughs> when you watch horror movies, do you put yourself in the situation of the people who come across the nasty shit? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so like you were that girl and then your boyfriend screams and you run into the room and you see him getting blobbed? Yeah. Would you grab his hand? No. You're out. I probably pass out to be honest with you. Yeah, that's pr- that's a pretty unbelievable scene to walk in on. I hope I don't ever. I hope my boyfriend is never <laughs> right. 
being blob. eaten by a blob. What's the blob? When did I get a boyfriend? When, what's the blob? <laughs> why do I have a boyfriend? No, I'm saying you're that girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. In this situation. I remember when I became a girl. Right, yeah. And you're wearing that stupid-ass shirt with that necklace. Hey, I like that necklace. <laughs> you gave me that necklace for Easter. Oh, yeah, it was an Easter present, that wasn't weird it? weird year you gave me an Easter present. Yeah, like people do sometimes. I've you've given an Easter present before, right? No. Oh yeah, no, you have. I don't think so. I'm not a parent. That's a parent thing. This guy is Mr. Fucking Swab. You remember his trunk? No. Okay, you'll see in a second. This guy's got his shit together. We're up on makeout spot. I got a little plastic cup full of some sort of alcohol. Oh no! He's uh, the classic comedic rapist character. That right, a yeah. lot of these movies. Have. See, in movies Look like at that trunk, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And none of it falls over while driving. No, no. See, it's okay when it's a movie and it's done comedically to rape people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is what this movie's saying. <laughs> well, I mean, rape was a whole different thing in the eighties. Well, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, it was hilarious in Greece too when he tried to rape that girl. There's nothing wrong with just liking each other. We should do watch Greece too. Wow, right? He's prepared, man. He's very... Yeah, he's got a little fucking wow. Yeah, this guy, you just you can't wait for the blob to fucking eat him. Not a good person. No. No. Get in the car. What's the blob's end game? World domination. Then what? Then move on to another world. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I just kind of pulled that out of nowhere, but it does it sh- How does it shoot off the planet? Look, we, the ways of the blob are not meant for us to... Understand or understand. So, like, when the blob is just a little sliver of blob, like this big in a little glass bucket jar, Uh like when that gets out, does it only go in after like mice and stuff or like bugs? Yeah, I guess it would be kind of like a uh, what's that? What's that awesome game? Kamenachi. Oh, Katamari Damacy, where it's just like a snowball effect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not going to attack a, 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 a glistening young male specimen like this character here. <laughs> right. No, it's going to go after a field mouse. Or like an old homeless guy's hand. Yep. Are you sleeping? I'm going to touch a boob. That's, uh... This guy's just got it coming. Fred. Alright, you're this character. The guy? Yeah. Okay. What do you do now? What do I do? Yeah, do you touch uh, a boob? No, I wake her up. And then touch the boob. Well, I try to. But, see, and then that wouldn't happen to me. Oh, that's awesome. Right? He's blobbed. So gross. Well, it took him really quick. It took every... How did the blob know that they were in the car? Well, the, How the, smart is the blob? 
So, so smart. Is the blob really smart? I think the blob is smarter than we give him credit for. Is the blob is the blob like? Does he think it has like, like, uh, like, genius level intelligence, or is it like animalistic intelligence? Yeah, I would say animalistic. Okay, closer to the blob isn't problem solving. I'll solve every problem I have by brunch. Thanks, Blobby. No problem. Well, it knew to hide behind a door. Yeah. This guy's been in a lot of stuff too. He's a, he's a. Yeah, he looks familiar. Yeah, he's a very. Uh, oh, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? He gets a lot of work. He's dadly. He is dadly. That's true. He looks like a dad. I'm glad you took off your Easter necklace, bitch. I don't know what his name is. I don't want your water, Mom. I'm kind of bummed out because I really want to look this guy up. She's got my grandma's hair. Oh, here we go. His name is Art Lafleur. Ah. Artie. But yeah, I've seen him in a ton of stuff. Let's, let's go to the beginning for this guy. And he plays the dad of the girl. Yeah, he's the, the pharmacist. Yeah. Who, which that's one of my favorite jokes in this movie that we kind of skipped over was uh, the guy goes and buys condoms at the pharmacy and the pharmacist is the, the girl's dad and then he shows up at their house later to take her out and her dad opens the door and it's him mm. who just bought condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that when we were talking. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> let's see, things that things that we would know. Um, he was a guard in the movie War Games. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, oh yeah, he was McNulty in Trancers. Ah. I like that movie. What's his name, Artie Donovan? Artie, Art LaFleur. Oh. She didn't take her, her Betty Buy pills? Fucking teenagers not doing what their parents tell them to do. He was in Field of Dreams. That's a pretty big role. Yeah. Trancers 2, of course. Look at the blob go. The blob ate a school ring. Oh, you know what I think I know him from? What? He was in that Tales from the Crypt episode about the butcher... Who sold tainted meat. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. I think it was him and Christopher Reeves, maybe. Oh, yeah, he was Babe Ruth in the Sandlot. Ah! <laughs> okay. He's that kind of actor. Yeah. What's the most recent thing he's been in? The most recent thing... Wow, he's done a lot of work. Mr. Mullins wearing um, a stupid ass shirt. Oh, he's on. He's hmm. What? Well, he's in a TV movie called A Snow Globe Christmas. Oh, but in post production right now, he's in a movie called Bring Me the Head of Lance Henriksen. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I gotta find out more about that. I want to see a movie called Bring Me the Head of Lance Henriksen. Okay, this sounds like it could be pretty good. What? The plot summary for Bring Me the Head of Lance Henriksen. 
when 80s B-movie icon Tim Thomerson uh, from Trancers wakes up one day to realize the acting roles are not coming in, are not coming his way anymore, he sets out on a quest to find his former co-star Lance Henriksen to discover his secret of Hollywood longevity and gets more than he bargained for in the process. Okay, that could be funny. I'm in. That could be funny. Yeah. Oh God! Almost spilled water on myself. Don't. Was the what color was the blob in the original one? Black and white. Uh, no, it was a color flick. It was um, kind of a dark brown, crimsony. Okay. It's straight up purple in this movie. Yeah, it's it's it fits the time definitely. Uh, I really enjoy. I mean, I've got the Criterion of the original Blob that I watch pretty often. Steve McQueen's. It's insane that he's in that movie. Hmm. Do uh, what color was He Man slime? Back in the day, um, like He Man, the Master of the Universe slime. I think for the slime you could pit. get a, a few different colors, but the slime pit was like a really sickly looking green yellow. Hmm. It was kind of viscous, like like the blob, like kind of see throughy. Wasn't like all like opaque. That fucking slime pit was a mess, man. I love that toy, man. I did too. My parents fucking hated it. I gotta find the video of that, but my grandma bought it for my brother, and I wanted to play with it. And I kept saying, can I play with it? Can I play with it? And finally, he said, fine, I don't want it anymore. It's yours, just because I wanted to play with it. And then threw a shit fit that I got to play with it. Wow. <clears throat> he was mean to me. So not much has changed with your brother. Correct. He also <laughs> often will throw a shit fit and give me things that that are his, because I say I want to touch right. it. Yep. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna keep getting high. I miss simpler times when 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 <laughs> he sat down like Riker. <laughs> he swung his leg over the back of the chair and sat down instead of pulling the chair out because he's a fucking rebel. Dude, I'm telling you, you were saying that you miss simpler times, man. All weekend, I've just been watching this movie in Nightbreed, and it has completely brought back like. Memories of being a kid and how fucking great it was. I don't like it that much now. What? Life? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about what we were just talking about, how th- how simple it was, like, if we would go out to the store when I was a kid and I would be like, can I have Ninja Turtle slime? And it was a little right. fucking bucket of slime that was green or purple and a fucking toy turtle in it, like a little baby turtle like mm. in it. And uh, I was so happy. Oh, man, you know what? Slime Pit Slime might have been purple. Purple would have made sense because Skeletor was purple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I remember they put out, for the turtles, they put out green slime. And then later they put out purple slime, which I just assumed because Shredder wore purple. Right. But no. I mean, that was simple. Now, like, I, now, you know, like, I, I can't just go out and, like, I'm, you know, like, I had a bad day. I'm going to go get a tub of slime. That doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I have to buy a fucking Blu-ray or giant Ninja Turtles collection I mean, of Ninja like, Turtles. To going happy. to somewhere like Hills or you know, go somewhere a department store, yeah, or even Toys R Us when you're a kid was such a big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah, or like if you were going out shopping with your parents to that or whatever the Walmart equivalent at the time was, Hills around yeah. here. <laughs> or when I went to my grandma's house, big wheel. Wow. Yeah. Was it a building shaped like a wheel? No. Oh, that would have been cool. 
Yeah, it would have been. Did they sell big wheels? No, it was just like hills. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it was a big deal because, like, <laughs> if you were going specifically for toys, you were excited. But if you are going to go buy, like, if your mom was like, I need to get towels or something like that, you right. were like, maybe, maybe can I can I get Can I go something. too? Yeah, just so you can be like, hey, I'm gonna go look at toys. Is yeah, that cool? yeah. And then you, 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 you do that fucking thing where you run around the toy section. You're looking at all the things, and you're trying to pick out the right thing that you don't think is too expensive. That yeah. you can be like, can I have this? And then you strategize how to get your parents to buy it for you. It was a whole fucking world too, mm-hmm. and like just that toy section, no matter where you were. And for me, it was always the like two action figure aisles. There were, there were, I remember it being huge. If you turn the corner yeah. on one, it was like girl toys. And yeah. I was like, ah. So you go back and it's like, ah. I just miss it so much, man. Yep. I can close my eyes in certain parts in this movie and just completely be back at like my parents' house with like pizza rolls on the living room floor, you know, watching this on VHS. And it's just like there were no fucking worries. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. No bills. It was, it was the biggest me. problem was like yeah the biggest problem was you know like I got oh I got to get get to go hang out with Scotty tomorrow. Right. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like oh shit I go back to school in three weeks. Right. Yeah. It's summer vacation. There was no problems like that. No. Your biggest thing was like scraping allowance together to go buy some some figure, or some game, or a toy or something like yeah. that, or movie, and that was it. Those times were awesome. And now it's the thing of like we're watching the blob recording this podcast at one thirty in the morning, you know, oh, just so we can go. Oh, it's a blob's gonna come out of the train. But uh, just so like tomorrow we can go back, go to work, and then work eight hours just to have and like hate it. just to have a few hours off after work. Yeah, to do what we actually want to do, but you can't because it's fucking damn shit. Am I right? You're absolutely right. This is. I didn't want to interrupt. That, but this is such a great kill coming up. No, I tried to wrap it up because sink. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen Popcorn? Mm-mm. Oh, when that one comes out, we're going to have to do it. Is it about popcorn? Up. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hairnet, come on. Oh, no. Stuff's coming up. Don't give up. Don't do it. Oh, that's a bigger drain than I thought. <laughs> you are fucked, sir. Now I won't get put my hand on any drain. <laughs> wow. Yep. Alright, you're that lady. That's my reaction. Yep. And they show the shot of the pipe that always creeped me out as a kid. That. I don't know why. This is like that steel. It's not supposed to bend like that. It was almost cartoonish. Yeah, yeah. At this point, do you just go home and try to forget about it? No. <laughs> There's no forgetting. Blob's pretty big by now. Yeah. How blob many has the blob... Big. How many has the blob blobbed, do you think? 
I mean, it's I'd shown. Maybe five. It's shown how many the blob is blobbed. Yeah. Oh, that's how you kill it. Ah. You don't sing to it. You freeze it. They're in the freezer. That Leatherface is going to come at him and awkwardly <laughs> chainsaw him in the legs. I do remember as a kid having a big crush on Shawnee Smith in this movie. What, you mean Stupid Necklace? Yeah. Oh, I have a dollar. Oh, did I tell you who they added to uh, Scares the Care? No. The future former Mrs. Yates? Tiffany Sheppes? Yeah. 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 But they added someone else, though. Sean Whalen, or Sean Whaley. Who played uh, Roach and People Under the Stairs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Star studded. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to meet that guy. I love that movie. Her boyfriend just died. Now she has a new boyfriend. And he's a rebel. Yep. And he's going to jump that bridge. A rebel in a dumbass shirt. Look <laughs> at his shirt. shirt. It is a terrible dumbass <laughs> shirt. It's like a, like a buckaroo bonsai costume. Yep. <laughs> Oh, you bitch, you're gonna get blobbed. The blob can crush glass, girl, you're lady. You're fucked at this point. There's no getting out. I'm kind of glad that the blob isn't just slime, it has texture. Yeah. And looks like muscle. Yeah, they changed that for this one. Uh, the original it was really just an oozing blob. This one, like, it creates tentacles, and yeah, it's, it's like a living thing, you know? Wow. Yep. Lobbed. I wonder how that shot was done. He actually goes into it in the director commentary. Does he? Yeah. Nice. He's like really proud of that shot, actually. Alright, no blob. Right, so now do you go no home blob. and just forget about it? Yes. Okay, yeah, me too. I don't know. I do now have an ice pick. <laughs> but it's a blob. You don't know that. What do you think you're going to do with an ice pick? Yeah, but if it's the choice between ice pick or no ice pick. I mean, for comfort, I guess I take the ice pick. But you got to know that it's not going to do anything. Yeah, but... You've seen what it is at this point. Take that, coffee! Or whatever that is. Great. Strawberry jam. Strawberry jam. Yes, yeah. sorry. Well, that was coffee. Which goes nice on some on like a bagel with some coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that every like four months I forget how awesome toasted bagels and cream cheese are. Oh man, I Isn't just it, forgot. So I just great. now remembered it from you saying that. Yeah, how good those are. They're amazing. I'm a preacher, and I'm walking with my briefcase and my thingies, and I see. The blob at the cafe. He's got a lot of Bibles on him. Yeah, I mean, he is a, he is a priest. You only need one. But he's like really a He's priest. a real priest. <laughs> he's, a... he's like level three priest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no. He dropped his sacrament. 
That's gross. Why didn't the blob just blob him? Oh, I know why the blob didn't blob him. Because he's cold? Huh? <laughs> no, nah, because it's, 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 uh, the blob is, is from God. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Then the preacher's like, this is, this is God's work. Oh. And I'm gonna, like. So you think the blob is sent from God? Yes. Okay. It's an interesting take. Yeah, because, like, yeah. After all this is wrapped up, a little sliver of the blob lives in a little glass thing, and he's like, I'm going to keep this for when God says for me to release it for Armageddon. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do you think that that's what the priest thinks, or do you think that's what the story is? I'm not saying you're wrong. Well, if the priest thinks it. Then it's tr- if 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 a man of God thinks it, is it not true? No, most of the time. Is it not true? <laughs> not at all. You're the priest right now, okay. okay? Okay. I created improv comedy as we know it. Right. But no one knows my name. And then you here's Blob. Blob mm. is wrapped up. Right? You save a piece of Blob, okay? Okay. You believe this to be true. Uh-huh. Is it true? Yes, it is, because you believe it. To, so. to the priest, yeah. Yeah, there you go. But I'm asking your opinion. Well, the priest believes it to be true. I'm asking your opinion. In this movie? I'll move on. I'm fine with okay. that. Well, they didn't... <laughs> they didn't make a sequel to this movie. No. They should have made a bunch of straight-to-video. I mean, we still can. We can? Yeah. Look at your bandana. It's just you running away from my bandana on a fishing pole? <laughs> the blob's coming! <laughs> oh, that fucking priest! <laughs> I used to want one of those cars really bad when I was a kid. That one? The old school Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Never got one. My dad had one. Did he really? That was our first car, and then he traded it in, and we got a like some sort of station wagon. Probably was it cool? He... No, 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 because I was not a I was not a small kid, and my dad was not a small man, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's very crampid in that vehicle. All right. I remember. Did you ever play Padiddle? Yes. Uh, I was. Probably around uh, 17 or 18. And uh, me and my friend who was a guy and two girls who were friends of ours used to drive around and get high. Mm-hmm. We would just like drive around the city and like, you know, stop at Putt-Putt and play some video games or whatever and then drive around some more and just bored teenagers at night. At least you're not jumping shit on your motorcycle. No, it wasn't. But I remember we, we drove around one night and played... Uh, strip padiddle with these two girls. Yeah. Who ended up completely naked in the back of his car. That's my fondest memory of Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> it wasn't a Volkswagen Beetle, but those were the headlights. Or the, the car that we saw. That sealed the deal? Mm-hmm. Oh, the ET men are there. You know who plays one of these guys? Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's? Oh, no. Actually, oh, shit. I wasn't doing that, sorry. 
Uh, no, there's a face that you'll recognize. I don't want to ruin it, but it's a nice little cameo. Oh. I can't that, remember. That I'd forgotten about. Or I never knew until I rewatched it the other night. I'm waiting for it. That would have been a good place for Dave Thomas Thunder Wendy's uh mm-hmm. How come he didn't get a suit? That's what he wants to know. Oh, the mouth on you, boy. I ought to magalite you to the head. He's got a nice black man beard. He does. Hence this fucking suit that you aren't wearing. I was just about to ask about that. Blob. Blob. Alien blob killed the dinosaurs. Science man said it. Do you think maybe this movie they were, they were predicting uh, Ebola? Yeah. Is that the thing now? Yeah. 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 Like, three people have it in America right now. Yeah, yeah. It's all we report on at work. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Someone at work, people at work today were talking about, like, Halloween costumes. Mm -hmm. And they were like, I wanted to do a, I was thinking about maybe just getting, like, a, uh, a, like, one of those suits and then being, um, you know, an Ebola patient. But then everyone told me that it's too soon. I'm like, too soon? It's not, a ne- it's not that big of a tragedy for it to be too soon. Right? Yeah, I think one, you're probably right. One person has died. Yeah. Does that, make it, does that mean I can't wear an Ebola costume for Halloween? I think the way that the news media has reported on it is making it feel that way. But I, I agree with you. I don't, I don't think so. I hope this guy gets blocked. He's ruining the movie for the children that were in the beginning of the movie and haven't been seen since. Oh, they went to a movie. Yeah, I know. I forgot that they were in the movie. Take your headphones off. How are you going to show that you're cool, though? Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. Just how we used to talk as kids. Yep. You used to go watch horror movies with your yeah. headphones on. Yep. Put, put your feet, feet up. up. Be like, check out the body on that blonde. I'm eight. Yep. <laughs> Love blonde bodies. Not interested in Skeletor and He-Man at all. <laughs> what are I'm those? Just lo- I'm interested in my tunes. And bodies. Kicking a little heavy D in the boys. <laughs> Checking out some blonde body babes. <laughs> Am I right, Cooper? Nintendo, get out of here with that gay shit. <laughs> heavy D and hot bods. I'm eight. Been thinking about getting a gold chain. Oh, that'll get you all the hot bods. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Hot blonde bods love 
An eight-year-old with a gold chain. Listening to Heavy D. And the boys. And the <laughs> This guy's really into trying to fix this air conditioning. Well, yeah, I mean, you've been in a place without air conditioning, yeah. right? Lobbed. Look at this nerd. Yes. 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 <laughs> Pete. Oh, Bob. <laughs> he said his name, sorry. Dark in here. Bob's been yeah, I can't wait to get me one of them blonde bod babes. <laughs> Take out the bod on that blonde. Maybe when I'm nine. Oh, Blob. When I'm not, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Slithered. Thank you. When I'm nine and I got my gold chain, I'm going to get all the pussy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's gross. What? That's gross. You just want the bods. (laughs) I'm still eight here. (laughs) I don't even know what that word means. I just know it's gross. (laughs) Oh, man. Girls have any's. And it's so hot. <laughs> I want to touch Hey, what ca- toy is McDonald's doing with the Happy Meal this month? <laughs> oh, it's the, um, it's the, it's the, the little plastic, um, uh, Halloween tub. Oh, nice. Yeah, and inside's like one of those... I didn't get the witch nick last year. Yeah, yeah, those are back. Oh, that's cool. I could use it for, like, my crayons. Cray- whoa, 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 what's this? Uh, I mean, you know, for drawing dirty pictures for the blonde Bob babes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, because I'm, I do that. And that's all I care about <laughs> is my tunes, my gold chain. Hot bods. Hot bods. And my artwork of hot bods. Yeah, what's up, man? I only, about? look, I'm eight years old, I only draw hot bod, hot bod women. Wearing gold chains, yeah. listening to Heavy D. Yeah, I mean, next summer, you know, my family's probably going down to Myrtle Beach. I might learn how to surf. I might. Maybe. No. I mean, I'm thinking about it. I mean, at the very least, I'll kneeboard. I'm not going to take any G.I. <laughs> Joes down, I can tell you that. I mean, you're, <laughs> That's you're not going to take any down there? No, I will. Okay. okay. Definitely. Especially gonna... Dusty with all the sand. That would be cool. Oh, yeah. He said he can finally get his own adventure. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to be looking at all the bods. The beach bod blonde babe. (laughs) Just me and Shipwreck looking at the bods. (laughs) When they walk up to me, I'll hit pause on my Walkman. But I mean, I'll rewind it because I want to hear that Bobby Brown song on the <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack cassette tape again. <laughs> I'll probably just be chilling in my blue tie dye tank top that says Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Checking out the babe bods. I'm eight. I'm so eight. Unzip my fanny pack. Get a blow pop out. <laughs> you know what's really going to bring him running is this inflatable uh, raft that my family has that's got a rebel flag on it. 
<laughs> That's actually something in my family. <laughs> really? Yeah. Even as a kid, I was like, this is not, this is embarrassing. Even in the days of Dukes of Hazard, you're like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Works on a show about moonshining. Not in real, not with my family at Myrtle Beach. That daisy is quite a babe, bud. You see the bod on that daisy? <laughs> Yeah, I want to sit back and listen to Heavy D with her. Oh, fuck. I hope that bit turns out as funny as it felt. Yeah, I hope so. Because I want people to picture us as eight-year-olds in a movie theater doing that whole thing. I think we should just make a short film where you and I play eight-year-olds. We should. With, like, right. re- like short pants. <laughs> yeah. And, like, right. oh, you wearing a propeller hat? I'm <laughs> in. Richie. I'm giving you the hand, the signal. Oh, me too. Oh, look at the bot. Ah. Blobbed! Oh, that was a good looking attack. Oh, man, what happened to the babe? Oh, no, that kid's getting trampled by all those bods. That's a good <laughs> effect. Thank you. Oh, reaching. We have to leave. It's pandemonium here at the movie theater. All the blonde bods are leaving the building. Two eight-year-old boys are still inside. I think one may be a surfer. Or (coughs) aspires to be so. (laughs) Blobbed. Oh, Becky. I hope Becky's okay. Becky is not okay. Uh, Becky's having some melty head issues. Be- still, still, the bod on Becky. <laughs> That's a good effect too. It's also scary. I would say, uh oh. That's why you never wear a hoodie. Yeah. Craig. How are we gonna look how am I gonna look at Bob's without you? Oh, the blob that knows how to unscrew things. What? It's just the pressure of the blob going through the holes. Oh yeah, yeah. That's my assumption. Narrow escape. Still can make it to Myrtle Beach. Wait, which one's her brother? Yellow kid or green kid? I believe green kid. Okay. Who's that guy? That's the dude that works for the usher. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Sorry, similar haircuts for a lot of people. I like to think this is the same character that Shawnee Smith plays in the Saw movies. I it's think just it like is. a prequel for her yeah. character. I mean, that's part of why she's so fucked up. Yeah, like after this movie, she got hooked on heroin. Things went downhill. Oh, no. Girl, your hair's getting blobbed. You just made the blob that much bigger. You got burn up hair, girl. <laughs> your hair's messed up, but that bod. Walking my mode. I is am it, gonna jump this fucking bridge if it's the Drop last it, thing. dude! Just stop it! He's got a fucked up nose. 
It's just kind of upturned. Yeah. Science. I'm just gonna leave you here and no one will find you. Leave you with this nice... He didn't even cover it up. He just leaned it against a, uh, some brush he put the, facing he, the scientists. No, it has a cloaking device. Oh, you're right, yeah. I gotta go look at this blob for myself, he's thinking, because I'm a rebel. Yeah. He, he already has the, the information in his brain as to how to kill it. Or stop it. That's very true. He knows how or the blob... I don't think that they put two and two together. Because they're fucking teenagers, yeah. man. Wait, that's an American. That's not a comet. That's something that we sent up there. Yeah. I forgot that. I did too. And I just watched this a couple nights ago. Are you saying that America is at fault for something? No, I mean, I'm saying that whoever put that up into space is bl- making it look like America did this. Russia? Probably. Where's his cameo? Oh, it's not there yet. He's weird looking. He is really weird he looks, looking. He's got Spock hair. What's in their backpacks, I wonder? Science. Science. <laughs> Science and a snack pack. Uh, Lunchable would be really good right now. Yeah, they would. Oh, you look different with your helmet yeah, on. Yeah, you really do. You're still weird looking. Yeah. You look kind of like uh, Bly from Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> I want that backpack. Oh, Briscoe County, did I tell you the whole, se- the whole series is yeah. on sale for 10 bucks. Really? At Best Buy. Nice. Yeah. That was a fun show. Yeah. Oh, this teenager is learning things he shouldn't be learning because it's classified way, information. This is way more serious than I first suspected. Mr. Jennings. Are those radiation suits? Yeah, okay. I mean, what are they for? Because they're made of cloth. (laughs) I'd like to point that out. So, like, if they're bacteria suits, they're made of cloth. Well, I mean, they're science suits. Oh, okay. They have no purpose other than science. Right. Which is the greatest purpose of all. What other purpose is there? None. None. Oh, uh, the motherfucker just said the town is expendable. Oh, no. Scienced in the back. <laughs> <laughs> poking you. Poking oh. you with my science. Did he kill him? Let's hope. He just hit him with a tire iron in the glass science mask. I'm glad all these scientists are trained in uh, machine gunning. <laughs> yes, that's the top priority in the field of science. Yeah, I mean you gotta co- you gotta cover up, man. They they refer to them as science blasters. <laughs> yeah, the the new the they new batch of that's another required course in science is uh is off roading off roading and uh <laughs> oh the black helicopter helicopting. What were the guns called? Science Blasters? Science Blasters. Oh, there's a podcast I've been meaning to, to get you to, to try. What? I'm going to bring it up in the middle of this big, exciting chase. Uh, it's called Real Life Sci-Fi. I think you would like it. 
to the Conspiracy Theory Podcast. What's it called? Real Life Sci-Fi. There are two hosts, and one of them is like a hardcore skeptic, and the other one believes like everything. Oh. And they have guests on and try to sway the guests one way or the other. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty fun. I might listen to that. Rebel with... And they give you like the topic... For each episode, so if it sounds boring, you can just skip it. So, like Sasquatch or like. Right, alien abductions, stuff like Entropy. that. Entropy. Yeah, uh, Illuminati. I think that could be good. Yeah, it's fun. And are there guests like regular Joes, or are they like. No, it's normally people in the entertainment field. Oh. Or a lot of people with other podcasts. Hmm. Kind of like what we do with Ridgecast, I guess. We'll like have them guest on. Cross promotion. And they'll have you on. Just me. I'd like to point out, he made the jump. Well, yeah. In that moment You're of You're kind of proud of him now, though, aren't you? Only because the, the science bastards are in town, driving their uh, their ice cream vans around, hanging off the back like garbage men. The There's enough room in there for him to be in the car. <laughs> or in the van, right? <clears throat> I would... I don't know, they might, they might be hauling a lot of science around in the back of that truck. <laughs> I just I don't know how much science they've brought. Uh, when you when you're going in the field, you bring as much as you can. Also, do their masks need to be lit up inside? Well, I mean, for the movie, yeah. Why? It just looks cooler. No, yeah, it does. Yeah, but I'm sure it hurts. It it makes it harder to see. Probably is that John Tesh? No, it's not. Um... I have some science in the fridge that I forgot I was going to drink during this podcast, and I forgot. Uh-oh. Black water? Oh, no. No, sir. <clears throat> have you tried it? No. I haven't either. It looks like a mud puddle. In a I bottle. hope it's just water with black food coloring. Probably. <coughs> Comes the science team three. With their sciencers. Oh, I'm sorry, science blasters. Science blasters. Set your science blasters to science. <laughs> Hi, rat. Come on. Here. Keep your arms up. You don't want to get them in the poo poo water. What Poor rat, man. I have five rats now. Good so, God. yeah, like, they're cute and, like, We'll hang out on your... Sh- oh, man. But, like, that rat was fucked. He was just sitting on a little board floating in the water. He had nowhere to go. Do you think homeless people should have rats? No. Okay. You know who hated rats? Who? Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. Shit! Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, no. Stoner now who will, who will I look for? Look at women's bods with. <laughs> I gotta make a whole new friend. How am I gonna know? I gotta make a, a whole new friend. <laughs> How am I gonna know if he thinks bods are cool or if he still likes toys? <laughs> that kid got fucked up. Not a lot of movies kill children. No, you gotta applaud the blob. And a lot and and and. And, and you gotta give him props for showing the kid dying. Yeah. 
It, he could have just been aftermath. sucked down, and then that was the end of Scotty, yeah. or whatever his name was. But no, it showed Scotty coming back, being like, "I'm dying." Yeah. yeah. Shawnee Smith, you cannot escape the blob. I bet you can. Especially in those pants. Those are some weird, like, horseback riding pants. Nom. Science! <laughs> Science is here! <laughs> oh! <coughs> Science your way out of that one, Professor. Dick nut. <laughs> Don't yell at me, I'm helping. Don't yell at me. I'm eight years old and I'm helping in a really serious situation. My friend just died. <laughs> yeah. I watched him melt. So fuck you. And I'm eight. And I'm trying to save you. That thing's not that hard to climb up. Really? I would think not. I mean, it's just water. Uh, it's it's not wet soap. and she's wearing shoes with no traction. Saved by the rebel again. Twilight Tum Tum Twilight Tum. Uh, Twilight Time on uh, their website is offering the soundtrack to this film as well. Oh, so you can hear on such CD. great tunes as yeah. Nice. I like the soundtrack for a score for a late eighties movie. It's got a kind of a carpenter vibe to it. Yeah. It's only like five bucks. I'm gonna jump the blob. <laughs> He's gonna jump it. Nope. Yep. Wipe out. And of course the bike is broken in the sewer. Damn it. <clears throat> Hey, I didn't get a chance to tell you, but I, I did jump that bridge. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, my God. All the science guys were chasing me. Oh, my God, they're so mean. Was, I know, right? There's a cameo. Hey! That's Mosley. Mr. Mosley. The man who was quietly in every film in the 80s. Yep. <laughs> He's been blobbed. Oh, that's what's in the backpack. What caution. <laughs> I tell you, these guys just carry the caution around with them. Look, when you go into the field, you need your bag of science and you need your caution sticks. <laughs> it's true. It is a good movie, though. It really is. <laughs> no, that's his poster tube. He just came from a convention. <laughs> No. We're going to get scienced. Dad? Oh, shit. He said to close it. <clears throat> That's an asshole scientist, and that yeah. is a stern-looking man. <laughs> <laughs> the bearded black man said to. Why'd they close it? I just don't understand. Like, like why has he got to be that mean of a guy? Science. They had enough time to get up there. Science protocol. Oh, you're right. Chapter 7 of science says... Uh, and that's how you seal it. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad they don't have plans for that van. 
<laughs> no. Other than to stop a teenager from living. <laughs> That's my radio. I'm, I was chopped up. Bill oh, Mosley, no. also in Twilight Times release of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, he was. Tell you, that guy was all over the place in the 80s. In horror films. Yeah. Of course. That was the that 90s. That's all we talk about. 90s? Yeah, 90. Yeah. Ooh, chips. Guess you did. I got your science stick. Oh no, here's a destructive teenager at work. That'll do it. We're up. Why? If you're Mr. Science Man and, and this kid just blew up a truck and killed two of your guys and you wanted to kill him anyway, why not just shoot him when he climbs up the manhole? Um, that's just not the nature of things. That's not the nature of science. It really isn't. Science is swift, but fair. <laughs> Ish. Oh no, to, uh, now the rebel has a gun. It's a regular old Mexican standoff. No one's gonna trust you, mullet. No one should trust him. Out of the shoes. Out of them. Is he trained to use that gun? The cop? Mustache? No, mullet. Mullet, oh. I mean, he's probably not. I would say probably not. He's seen enough movies to know how to shoot a machine gun, (laughs) guys. That was fake Billy D. Williams. He showed up. He's lying. Oh my god, 80s shoes. High tops, man. Remember those? Oh yeah. They were sucked putting them on, man. Yes. I'm not upset that high tops went away. Oh god, Blob's coming. You sure that's the Blob? It might... Germ Warfare. That's an amazing twist that I totally forgot about in this movie. Took out Mustache. Justice! The blob broke a gun. He did. Don't, man! I mean, do, because you're... I mean, but don't. Is that a prosthetic nose? <clears throat> he should shoot the blob. Let's that son of a bitch. <laughs> He's wearing grenades on his chest. He's that kind of scientist. <laughs> I'm going to create a learning explosion all around this fucking perimeter. 
Get the ice bomb. Is what they need. He needed to say. Boom. I don't think that's going to do it. Nope. That did not look like a big explosion. Alright, get back, guys. Couldn't they have just waited till winter time? Well, they don't know what's happening. No, yeah, but if they did... You're probably going to want to stop it before winter. Right, but if they didn't and the blob was like an <laughs> ongoing thing... It's a small town that's like, yeah, we live with the blob till winter gets here, then we're going to figure out something. Yep. It sucks. I mean, people die all the time. Oh, God. We're not it's... really much of a town anymore. We're just kind of... we. Yeah, we're not a town. We're chaos. <laughs> No, I just moved to, like, a really cold place, and you won't have blob problems. Right, but again, they don't know this. Although Mullet and Shawnee Smith should have figured it out in the freezer. I mean, if they weren't too we busy... Did. If they weren't too busy being fucking rebunk- rambunctious kids. Right? Worried about their hormones and their fizzy pops. Blobbed. That was a terrible great. effect. That looked great when it rolled back up. No, it looked terrible, but I love that it was like the flattened guy. And you this see? guy, Del Close, as the, as the reverend, he's great in this movie, but I also think he's a wonderful uh, ancillary accidental villain. Yeah. I love little little characters like that. There's one in Nightbreed as well who's also a reverend. They should have made sequels. Uh, definitely, yeah. Here we go. They just won't give up on the fire idea. Like, and Blob is smart. Blob really smart. Blob so smart. So we know that the science suits aren't flame retardant. <laughs> They're not for bacteria. They're really not for anything. Right? Oh, now she gets it. Oh Wait a minute. Oh my god, that's probably why earlier in the freezer, you remember earlier tonight? Yeah. Oh I bet that's shit. Why? Cuz it was cold. Oh. No. Oh, I, feel I so thought it stupid. didn't like I thought it didn't like floors. <laughs> I I kind of feel partially responsible for a lot of people dying. We, if, if from day, minute 1 we just went up to science yeah. guys and was like ice. Oh man, I wish we weren't so stupid. Oh, oh man, it's cuz we were so caught up with our Hormones and fizzy pop. A lot of. Have you seen my new gold chain? <laughs> By the way, you're bod. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Oh no, Shawnee Smith. You don't have enough cold gas. Ba, 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 da. Oh, of course, because that, that, there's that in this town. There is a snowmaking truck. Yeah. Every Near the blob one. activity. Every town has one. Well, I gotta think everything in this town is near where something is happening. Right, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the blob is probably the size of the town. <laughs> Close to it. Why does the snowmaker 
have a snowplow on it. What is what? The snowmaker has a snowplow on the front of it. I mean, that's counterproductive to the uh, concept of making snow. If you're making snow, you got to be able to plow through it. Yeah, but if you're oh, he's going to he's getting blobbed. Oh, yep. wow. There's that a lot very, of good kills in this movie. That was very similar to how the uh, sheriff in that one uh, Friday the 13th flick went out. Mm-hmm. His head got broken in half backwards. Yep. Which one was that? It was the, the one with the grown-up Tommy Jarvis. Four. 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 Might four, have been four. Five, four. five. Five. It was the one Tom McLaughlin directed, I think. Uh, I don't want to... I'm wrong about all this. Sorry. <laughs> This, this October wasn't Friday the 13th October for me. It was Halloween October. <clears throat> Some Someone on Facebook is a genius, by the way. Oh, yeah? Oh, outsmarted by the blob. <laughs> uh, they made a little internet meme thing, and I, I felt like such an idiot afterwards. Uh-huh. It just said, for the first time in 600 years, this year Halloween will land on Friday the 13th. And I was like... That's not possible. I know, but I was like, but that's cool. Wait. And I felt like a fucking idiot. Blob. It's cute. Is it? No. But it is purple. Speaking of movies that we're all watching in October, I mentioned I did a Halloween marathon... And you, you can currently or will soon be able to go to the site, weirdochurch.com, and check out my scathing thoughts about Halloween H2O. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. The movie's terrible. Were you just doing H2O? I'm just going to do H2O for now. Um, yeah, so fucking overrated, but I, I won't get into it here. But yeah, check out some of our blogs and stuff over on the, on the website. Mm-hmm. There's a strong female actress. Right? She's like Sigourney Weavy. Yeah. There's your Jaws reference. Yep. Oh, oh now it's so strong now, huh? Stupid girl. That was gross. Yeah, that was. That reminded me of something that I don't know what it reminded me of, but I don't like it. I'm with you. I don't know what that would have been. That one little move was so gross. Yeah, where the blob went, bloop. Yeah. I can't recall as to what that makes me think of, but I hate it. <laughs> yes. The timer on this bomb is a lot. Yeah. Oh, no. Blobbed. <laughs> the blob just got blobbed. And there you have it. Merry Christmas. Christmas time is here. Um, Interesting fact, I thought this this is the movie that Joe Lynch points to as being the film that made him want to become a filmmaker. This movie? Yeah. Nice. I think that's a really cool one to point to because everybody else goes with something that you would expect. Yeah. I like Joe Lynch. Yeah. I like Joe Lynch a lot more than Adam Green. I think I get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, the blob will melt. Will it? It's just frozen. Is it? Preacher Man picked up some frozen blob. Yeah. Preacher Man's frozen blob in his little blob containment unit is still blob. True. That blob will melt. Yeah. And it's still going to be a blob problem. Well, maybe while it's frozen, they figure out a way to get rid of it. It's not winter time. It's going to thaw really quick. <laughs> right? Oh, look at you. Boy, maybe it is winter. Oh. I don't know. There you there go. There it is. Ice house before dawn. Be cool to have like a handful of those frozen blob yeah. in the movie, like in a jar. That would be pretty cool. I'd like to have that. Like on your mantle? Yeah. This is the scene I remember because I saw this scene, this ending scene of the movie, before I saw the movie. Like yeah. flipping channels. Oh, yeah. And he pulls did... out the thing and it's like flopping around or whatever. Yeah. They did such a good job of making this. His makeup is so terrifying. Yeah. Look at He's that. He's gone guy. from being a, a priest to a to a big tent revival preacher. Yeah. And you know, spooky. Yeah, very. Yeah, those kind of glasses always freak me out with guys that have one eye. Yeah. And they just have the one like sunglass. Well, wouldn't you prefer it's, always, it's very ominous. Wouldn't you prefer the sunglass rather than a Yo, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it's hole. not an eye patch or you know, it's not a they don't get a glass eye, they just Black out one eye of a pair of glasses. This it just is an ominous look to me. I think it's probably because of this movie. Yeah, yeah. But he's right. The blob is from God. Right? It's coming soon. It's his job to re- make it Armageddon. This is why this scene so right there scary. is why there needed to be a sequel. Yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, Del Close is no longer with us. Yeah. Oh, that was a fun movie. I like that movie. It is a really good movie. Movie to it, the, the cost to make this movie. What, what do you think? I don't know. With inflation, it was 1987, I guess, when they made it. Three million. Well, no. Nineteen million. Really? Nine million of that went to the effects. As it should have. Yeah, almost half of the budget went to the effects. And it worked out nicely. I honestly thought more of that money would have went to effects. Because the movie is effects. The movie couldn't have been done without the effects. Right, no, no. You couldn't have just put someone in a blob costume and be like, hack at him. <laughs> I mean, we could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when we make the blob, it's just going to be me covered in uh, He-Man slime, hugging people. <laughs> yes. You're a big Calvin and Hobbes fan, right? Uh, yeah. Apparently this movie was referenced in a Calvin and Hobbes strip. Was it? Where um, Hobbes asked Calvin if they can watch the blob on TV. Was it? I have no idea. I don't remember that. Just uh, on the fact page. Oh, okay. Nice I thought I'd bring it up because you're a Calvin and Hobbes fan. Hmm. <laughs> 
I like Calvin Hobbs. Yo. Oh, stretch him. I never could get into it. Why not? I just boring to me. Yeah? Yeah. What comics what Sunday comic strips did you like? I liked uh Beetle Bailey. Yeah. I liked uh, I thought High and Lois was pretty funny. <laughs> Um, there, there were a few more, I'm sure. Am I crazy remembering that there was a Beetle ba- uh, there was a Beetle Bailey and a Hagar the Horrible cartoon? It might have been a one-off, no, but I remember there was a. No, I, remember, I, think I remember that too. I don't think it was like a series. Maybe a one-off. Yeah, like I remember they used it was to do Garfield. Yeah, they would do like a special, like a Garfield special. I think they did those for for Beetle Bailey and Hagar. And I remember a Blondie one with Dagwood. Blondie, I don't remember a cartoon, but. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. He made a monster sandwich. <laughs> oh, I bet. I yeah. bet. That guy was always... that. He was always making those sandwiches. It was weird that he and his son had the same hair. Well, I mean, it was his son. Yeah. But, like, I assume that that hairstyle he had was... Like, it was like he was balding. But then his son had the same hair. Oh, yeah. I born, wish... Born Loser. I like Born Loser. I wish you were a comic strip artist. I do, too. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry I'm not. If you were a comic strip artist now, yeah, and like you ran completely out of ideas, would you just stop or would you keep phoning it in just to get the paycheck like Jim Davis does? I'd probably Jim Davis it out. Just to, because, yeah. I mean, why not, you know? Has he ever tried anything else? Jim Davis? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so, I mean... <laughs> Maybe he, I mean, do you know that he's phoning it in? Maybe he still has a passion for I don't know. I, I know he's like, feline. he's like 80 or 90. Yeah. Uh, but Garfield, what the hell are we talking about? Garfield, <laughs> Garfield hasn't been quality in a long time. No, I no. haven't, I haven't read Garfield since like back when I was a kid and they had those oddly shaped books. I had a shitload of those. I too. Yeah. It was fun back in the day. Garfield was good. I think it was. Or was it just told to us that it was fun? I was also a kid, so just yeah, reading right, a comic right. strip about a cat was fun. The fucker eats lasagna. Yeah. What's... The, yeah, That's I'm... Crazy. I'm eight. I'm all about Heavy D, Hot Bods, and Garfield. <laughs> you know, Garfield is the first time I ever heard of lasagna. What? I never knew what lasagna... I mean, I was a little kid. I, my mom made lasagna. Oh, my mom didn't. Oh. My mom wasn't Italian. My mom was Korean, <laughs> and she made lasagna. What's wrong with that? Well, I mean, that's family? like the Italian of the Asia. Right, yeah, no, you're right. The Italy yeah, yeah, Asia yeah. Is Korea. No, it's cross-promotion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was The Blob. That was The Blob. Was Great effects. Really liked that movie. Decent movie for a really good good horror movie, especially when a lot of movies from the 80s were kind of bad. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there are, um, like, kind of prized 80s horror films that are picked out as being gems. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why this one isn't one of them. Yeah. Like, on a, on a larger level, you know? There, there are people like us, obviously, that love the movie, but it's never pointed to as, like, you know, oh, the, what John Carpenter did with The Thing. Yeah. Like, that goes, that's a go-to a lot. Well, and it was great. Oh, don't yeah. Don't get me wrong, but, I don't know, there are other ones. Nightbreed and The Blob. Yeah. Popcorn wasn't great <laughs> no, one, no. but it's if, good, it, good if only for the effects, the blob is amazing. Yeah, nine million dollars worth of effects. I I couldn't do it. No. You give me nine million dollars right now, my blob movie is not going to be this good. I'm going to tell you right now. No, 
Because if I had nine million dollars, I would not know where to start on how to make Blob movie. I make but, a lot of like satin jackets for the crew. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd make nine million dollars worth of Blob remake swag and just pass that out and hope for the best. I think is what I'd do. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Fucking, you know how much you could make, like how much swag you could make on Cafe Press for not. Oh no, I'm not getting quality swag. <laughs> the blob <coughs> resurrection <laughs> the coffee mug. And mouse pad. Oh shit, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mouse pad. Uh throw pillow. Definitely the blob resurrection throw pillow. And for some reason an eight by ten framed piece of paper that says the blob in a font. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can get that there. Yep. Oh you can get this That's little only like twenty three bucks. You can get this toy cat. But, like, its head is a picture that says The Blob Resurrection. It's going to be great. Yeah, so, studios, we're ready to remake The Blob. Yeah, just come at us, bro. Yeah, give us $9 million to waste on Cafe Press, and uh, <laughs> let's make this happen. We're really... Please don't. What do you think our next uh, streamo should be? Do you have anything in mind? Masters of the Universe would be nice. Yeah, we need to do that one with, with little Stevie. Um... Masters of the Universe would be nice. There have been a few that we've mentioned. I just can't think of them now. Uh-huh. I know we keep going to ma- back to Masters of the Universe. We did Big Trouble in Little China. Did we? I think so, yeah. A while back. Because I was thinking that earlier today that, that would be a good one. And they Live. I remember if we did it. We need to do They Live. They Live would be a good one. Just about anything from Scream Factory I'm fine with. Pretty much, yeah. Um... I say They Live because I've been really wanting to rewatch They Live. Okay. So. I'm always down to watch They Live. Because they do. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. What, uh, what's, what's our website that has oh, all of our info on it? Our website. Oh, you mean our website that has our Amazon wish lists? Boom. Yummy. That's Christmas the one. Christmas is coming up. Yeah, so don't be a <laughs> dick. We are poor podcasters who do this for the love of it. Mm-hmm. You should probably get us a little something for Christmas. I agree. A lot of the stuff on my wish list is expensive. Yeah. A lot of it isn't expensive. I'll leave it up to you. Honestly, we joke, we joke about this almost every podcast, but like, how fucking thrilled would you be to get something from your wish list from a listener? Amazingly thrilled. You would be talked about for for like three or four podcasts after, uh-huh. at least. Even if it was the cheapest thing you, on my wish list, yeah. it would make my month. Yeah, you would be legendary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if and if it was anonymous, for months it would be like, I wonder who the fuck did it. Yeah, yeah. And if you list your name, then you will be an ongoing name that gets mentioned. It's true. Yeah, I wouldn't really worry about like Carl or no. Their wish lists list. aren't even on there. Okay, good. it's just ours. Good, good. <laughs> so, um, but weirdochurch.com is our website. Um, oh yeah, getting back to that. Yeah, where, uh, where you can find all of our stuff. And you're, wish you're lists. like in the middle of. Uh, Creating a videos page? Yeah, I'm working on that. Nice. For uh, so all of our short films. Won't have to link out to YouTube? I still will, but uh, yeah, it'll yeah. have like a little write-up and thing for each one of the short films or series and that thing. I'd still like for uh, all of us to work on like a um, About Us section. Yeah. Uh, for each individual person. Oh, I agree. Like with a uh, trading card style um, yeah. graphic. Yeah. I agree with that statement. In fact... Um, get uh, plan out your picture 
and your section and how you want to do it. Okay. Because I'm thinking about for my section. They don't even have to all be the same. But mine, I'd like to have my picture and then have it like a cutout on the back of a Ninja Turtle box. Nice. Like one of those kind of things. Do, with do the- we have someone that can do these? I, have, I can do Photoshop. So. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. just Photoshop yeah, it all yeah, together. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So whatever you want yours to be, we'll make it like that. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's a great idea. So you'll find out all about us on the site. Uh, but we <laughs> Click have on about- Aaron's and it just takes you to Aaron's MySpace page. <laughs> That's such a everyone's about me set page is different. It'd be so good. That's a great idea. Um, but yeah, all of our stuff is there. How to get in touch with us? Uh, videos, uh, you know, videos, short films that we do. All of our podcasts are listed there. Yep, you can download them there. You can get them on iTunes. Uh, we have a few Facebook pages for Dispatches mm-hmm. and uh, Holy Weirdo. What else? Some blog posts. Like I said, I'm working on that Halloween blog. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that's about it for now. I hope to one day have a merch section that is isn't decent. Cafe Press. Yeah, yeah. There's I'm, other I'm websites of, that we can figure out. But well, I'm kind of semi talking to someone in town who does like uh, screen printing for T-shirts. Oh, stuff. that's cool. Um, trying to see what kind of deal I can get with them. Maybe get like. Ten shirts to start out, just to and just to have them. Mm-hmm. So if somebody wants them, we can just send them right out. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, it's, you know we're always trying to add some stuff, but uh, head by there and and fucking share us. Yeah, that's that's more important than the wish list. Yeah, and everything. we we put this whenever we do a podcast, we put it up on Facebook, a link to it. So all you need to do is when you see it on Facebook, hit share. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah. That's all we ask of you. Share it. And if you're not on Facebook, if you're riding with somebody listening to the podcast, just be like, this is this. Yeah. Turn some people onto it. Tweet it. Whatever. Yeah. I want to, uh, it'd be nice to build a weirdo army. I would of, like a to. fan base. Yeah. That would be amazing. Um, but either way, we're not going to stop. So. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we've been doing it for like three fucking years And now. it's fun, man. It so. is fun. Um, so yeah, check us out at weirdochurch.com. Uh, make sure you head on back for the next streamatorium, mm-hmm. which hopefully will be Masters of the Universe. Hopefully, yeah. We can no, figure that no out. No promises yet. That one will be done. Yeah. <clears throat> but we're not sure if it's the next one. Uh, anyway, but it'll be a, a fun movie. And, uh, yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah, I think so. Where? Okay, well, hang on. Let me pose this question real quick. How right. long have we gone? About two. Okay. Where would you go with a sequel to The Blob? Well, with that preacher mm-hmm. creating Armageddon with the blob on a much grander scale. So I'd need more than $19 million to make this right. movie. Almost like a, a World War blob. Ah. <laughs> Whether that's one giant blob or multiple blobs. What would uh, what What would you like to see as a blob versus movie? I don't know. What do you mean? Like Blob versus the Volcano or something? Um, I don't know. I don't know if Godzilla can fight the Blob. Blob versus Jason. Well. (laughs) We can make that as a short film. It's just Jason walks out. (laughs) Yep. That's pretty much. Credits. We just use that one scene that's really gross at the end. Yep. Where the Blob like shoots itself out of itself. (laughs) Really gross. It's really gross. I don't know why I'm. I don't like that scene. I don't know why it's gross. It's just so gross. <laughs> oh, you know what might work? Blob versus that thing in the lake in Creep Show Two. 
Ah, yes. That would be an interesting battle. Yeah. They probably just form together. <laughs> so another short that we can do. <laughs> like, I can storyboard that real quick, too. And, like, we can do video storyboards where it's just me taking two colors of goo and then yeah. just mushing them together. Yeah, we should probably... Put together get... a press kit. <laughs> We're like, all right, guys, who's ready to press? <laughs> <laughs> I got my cafe press kit here. I got my blob... Blob versus Lake thing <laughs> from Trucker hat on <laughs> with oh my with my, with with my tote bag, obviously. <laughs> tote bag, yeah. Oh my! God. We have to make a shirt that says "Blob the Blob versus the Creep Show Two Thing." Yeah, we do. We do, and you can get it on Cafe Press. Yeah, and it's just two different colors of goo with a VS on it. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, I hope you guys had as much fun yeah. with this as we did because I had. This a, was my f- most my a, most fun streamatorium of Yeah, this was a really good one. So, yeah. hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, like we said, check out weirdochurch dot com. Yep. And uh, like tell, we try to remind you at the end of every podcast, tell your friends you love them. It matters. Mm-hmm. So till next time, don't get blobbed. Don't do it. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we're doing this right. We're only talking with vampire fangs in, right? Yeah, we're going to watch The Blob. Well, they make you sound Transylvanian. We're going to watch... I'm not trying to sound Transylvanian. I know. So... 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 The Blob. Hey. I'm a vampire. I am a vampire. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah, we all talk like this. That's the, the main way you can tell if someone's a vampire. That and if, they, if they're out at night and they bite you. That's the other way to tell. But the main way to tell if someone's a vampire is to see if they talk like this. Because we all do. Are you part of the night breed? Uh, do the tribes of the moon embrace you? Some. Some. I mean, them, them folks down in uh, Midgen, they love me. With the night breed down in uh, Tulsa. You know who's really nice are those Midgen engines? Midgen engines. <laughs> Only the best. Only the best. Only the best curry in Midgen. It's weird, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I say engines. Those fit really nicely. Yeah. Do they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they should. I am a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Just traveling through on my way to Midgen. You can also tell us sounds of vampire. Midgen about a whore. You can also tell us sounds of vampire mm. based on how much they suck their own teeth. Mm. Or, like, if their teeth don't really fit that well. Yeah, well, I mean, that's also part of it. Uh-huh. It's part of my burden. Part of your burden? It's part of my burden. 
they didn't tell me what it was going to be like when I became a vampire. I mean, I thought I'm just a regular guy. Right. I mean, I, I eat regular food. I can go out in the sun. The only difference is I've had these ridiculous teeth. <laughs> so you're just a guy with vampire teeth. No, I got I got bitten by a vampire. Yeah, it's a little different than the stories. He bit me really hard and then put these in my mouth and said, you're one of me now. Let's go to Midgen. <laughs> so I said, I got nothing else to do. So I packed up my things and if went I down could, to Midgen. If I could just interpret it, I can hear I am his sire. <laughs> He's my sire. Hello. I bit him really hard. He's not lying. Then I put the... Things in his mouth and said, You're one of us! Best day of my life! Let's head to Midgen! And we did! Now we're going back because we, we had to go. We had to come back here because I had to renew my SNAP benefits. But <laughs> as soon as the paperwork goes through, we're going back to Midgen. <clears throat> so. What is happening? I have no idea. <laughs> Oh, those are not comfy to wear. No.